0: Welcome to another very exciting episode of the Miles Podcast. This is for November third. Uh, you'll probably be hearing this on like November fifth, uh, twenty eighteen. How's that sound? Because I got to edit this thing, and I'm off tomorrow, and I don't—I still don't have internet. Yeah, reoccurring thing from the last podcast. I still don't have internet, so that's fun. Uh, I don't think I actually did. I did I mention why I don't have internet? Be I don't have it because Spectrum is a bunch of assholes and they wouldn't tell me the rates of their internet and they hung up on me so I don't really want to go to Spectrum to get internet because that's not how you should treat customers Um, anyways I was just calling to like get a quote I just wanted to know how much how much the internets was and they're just, they just—they wouldn't tell me, and they wouldn't tell me, and I, and I kept giving them. Well, I guess I, I was also antagonizing them a little. Um, I was giving them fake addresses, addresses that are close enough to where I live, so that I know that I'd have coverage. And they just kept badgering me. They're like, "No, we need your actual address." And I said, "No, I don't want to be put in your system. I just—I want, you know, I just want to know how much your internet is." And they kept trying to get my address, and then that eventually they were like, "Well." you know why can't I have your address and I said I don't know maybe because I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist and I don't want you to have my address and they hung up on me so you know I think that's what's kind of turned me off from them um I thought about going to their their home office or whatever that's down the road and uh just asking them in person but at the same time I don't really care I've been I've been enjoying not having internet and that segues perfectly into my topic of the rock I live under known as my life so I have been three months four months now with a, with no internet and it's great um, I thought I'd be going through withdrawals I'm not it's nice not you know being on Facebook because you don't see anything you don't deal with any drama none of that same with on Twitter as much as I love Twitter just seeing like a bunch of political stuff especially this time of year because I guess there's an election going on in a couple days and I've got a, a topic about uh, the upcoming election so stay tuned for that but it, it's cool like dare I say living off the grid and not being you know normal like I still don't watch the news and stuff and uh you know people people at work people in my family will be like oh did you did you hear about the the the, the hurricane or the the bomb thing I'm like nope I didn't and then they try to tell me about it and I'm like I don't want to hear it I really don't I like living in ignorance, I guess, and some people get mad at me because of that, and it's like you need to, you need to know what's going on in the world. It's, yeah, I guess not really. If it doesn't affect me, I don't know. It's a, it's a very selfish way of thinking. I know, but that's okay. But you know what I have this morning? It's a beautiful morning of a, a balmy forty-five degrees and raining um, here in sunny Biddeford, Maine. Um, But I have a delicious cup of hot beverage. (sniffs) Ah, Some nice Earl Grey. And so I guess uh, I'll start in with some of my topics. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the neighboring city uh, where I live called Saco, S-A-C-O. Driving through it, I noticed this building called... Uh, General Dynamics Tactical and Ordnance Solutions. That's just a bunch of fancy buzzwords. And I was like, huh, that's weird. It's this, it's this giant building. It's kind of, I don't know, like 200, 300 yards away from the main road. You can see it from the road, though. Um, it's a giant factory. I'm like, huh, I wonder what that is. So I looked it up, and let me uh, let me read you a little bit. Um, about what they say on their website. All right. General Dynamics Ordnance and Tactical Systems empowers the U.S. military and allies with extensive range of overreaching product segments applied across all levels of strategic and tactical operations. It's a weapons factory. Uh, That's just using a bunch of fancy buzzwords to to beat around the bush. It's a weapons factory. They make parts for weapons for the U.S. government and and its allies. Um, (coughs) Terrorists. Um, But anyways... So it's this giant-ass building. It's huge. There's, like, hundreds of cars parked in front of it. And it's like, man, that's neat. I wasn't expecting um, a weapons factory to be, you know, in the middle of the town or, like, borderline on the outskirts. And, you know, it's like, whatever. The thing that the reason I'm bringing this up is because what's across the street is the thing that gets me. So you got this this big weapons factory, and right across the street is an elementary school. I don't know why that bothers me. I don't know if it bothers me, because that's probably, like, the safest school ever, because it's literally a weapons factory right there, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, I, if I had a kid, I wouldn't want to send him there. Maybe? I don't know. And then, you know, I kind of want to go ask the town, like, what came first, like, Did they put the weapons factory and then were like, hey, let's put a school there. You know, like, who the fuck wants to do that? Or was it, hey, there's a school there. Let's put a weapons factory across the street. I really don't know which came first. It's like a chicken or the egg kind of thing. Um, Unless they were both built at the same time. But, like I said, I just want to go, like, ask the town over there. Uh, Like, stop into the town office and be like, I'm a tax-paying citizen. Speaking of citizen, I I met a, a cop a couple nights ago um at a gas station on my way home from work and i was just talking to him and whatnot and i was like you know asked him his name and he said deputy whatever it was we'll go with carl or something um and i was like oh cool i'm I'm citizen miles and he thought that was funny and i thought it was funny because you know whatever I, i like having titles that make superfluous sense uh, so, anyways, uh, shoot me a message or a comment or something and, and let me know what you guys think about a weapons factory in an elementary school being, like, right across the street. Because I really, I really don't know how to feel about it. Um not saying that your opinion is going to sway me any, but I just I want to know what other people think so I'm not just living in the echo chamber of my brain. Uh, that brings us to um, my political corner. This is the... Uh, NPR-style Miles uh, political hour. Uh, Today we'll be talking about voting signs. Voting signs are goddamn everywhere. No one can escape these, these fucking abominations. Everywhere. Drive down the road, they're littered constantly, like, every two feet. Like, not even. They're, like, stacked on top of each other. And they're all for different people and different things. And every year it just there's so many and they're so annoying uh it's just an eyesore because there has never never once have i looked at one of them and said huh you know it says like vote no on one i don't know what one is but i am sold because this little paper is is telling me to vote no on one so i'm a vote no on one because that changed my mind like the fuck Um, I know it's supposed to be to make people more aware of, like, candidates or, uh, I don't know, political agendas or something, but honestly, I don't care. Uh, again, this probably falls under that. Miles is selfish and ignorant. Um, I don't care what color tie is in charge of everything. I really don't. Because either way, you know, whoever's in charge, they're always going to do things that I don't 100% agree with. Um... But there's things that I agree with, I guess. But at the same time, I don't I don't follow any of the any of that stuff. Because politics to me a few years ago, like when I think it was when Obama was running for his second term, um, I got into politics. I got into politics hard. And it brought out the worst in me. Um, uh, I was just negative. Anybody who said anything opposed to my views, I was just like trying to tell them and convince them that they were wrong and whatnot, and that, you know, my, my political views were the right one. After that, I was like, I don't, I don't want to... I don't want any part of it, because it's just not fun. Um, it doesn't affect me. Uh, people will say, oh, it'll it fix you. Not, not really. If you think about, like, I don't know, the last couple of years. I I don't know. Like, what was it, a few months ago, the Trump did a, a thing. Sorry to actually get political in the Miles NPR political corner hour, power hour. But Trump did something where he... I don't know. The news was like, you know, now you're going to... We're taking less in money uh, out for taxes. So everyone next week is going to... They're going to see a little bit more money in their paycheck. And I thought, all right, cool. You know, I heard this um, secondhand from some people. I was like, all right, neat. I got 40 cents. I got 40 cents more. So, like i 40 cents granted that's 40 more cents than i had and you know it's like 20 dollars and 80 cents a year extra that they're not taking from me like thank thanks trump thanks for looking out for me really really looking out 40 cents and i assume if i'm in a higher tax bracket maybe that it would have affected me more or uh if I was in a uh, lower tax bracket, I really don't know because I don't pay attention to that stuff. Either way, I hate politics. I don't want to talk about politics. Uh, this is the end of the, the Miles NPR power hour of political talk radio. That's a new segment that hopefully won't come back. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that topic. Uh, but I can bring us right into the, the topic that I do like is the Miles Goodwill Corn corner find. Yeah. Miles Goodwill Corner Find. Find Corner. Jesus Christ, what the fuck did I call this thing? I have it written down, and I really should just, like... Okay, the Miles Goodwill Find Corner. There, Jesus Christ. Oh, I swear I'm dyslexic when I talk. Anyways, so on this exciting episode, we, or I, it's not we, you didn't do anything. You just clicked on the podcast. Which, hey, thank you for clicking on the podcast and listening to me ramble about politics and goodwill. I found two, count them, two, two boxed copies of SimCity 2000, uh, one of them being on floppy disk and one of them being on CD. The floppy disk one is, uh, it's for Macintosh. I don't have a Macintosh that has a floppy disk, uh, so I probably will never use it, but it's cool. It's very pretty on the shelf in the box. Um, and then the other one is uh, SimCity 2000 um, for Windows 95, I believe. And it's supposedly like kind of the game of the year or the premium or whatever and it's got all the uh, expansion packs uh the only problem is the cd inside is simcity 3000 not simcity 2000 so it's just weird um i don't really know much about that maybe simcity 3000 is the complete version of simcity 2000 i don't know but i was playing it the other night and it's a lot of fun um, i also found cop a boxed copy of the sims the original sims um i've i've already been playing the sims because i found uh just the disc in the jewel case at goodwill a couple weeks ago i think i mentioned it on the last podcast but i found the box version and it, it's just cool um i put it on the shelf funny enough inside the box there was um like a birthday card from from someone and i was like oh boy that could have money in it and uh i opened it up and there was no money and it had some like weird Message Like, like it was definitely an inside joke kind of thing. You know, like, don't drink your turkey on Tuesday. You know, like, something that makes absolutely no sense, but I assume in the right context would make sense. So it's very nice. It's on my shelf. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Let's see, what else is, uh... Have I done... Oh, that's the end of the miles. Goodwill. Corner find. Um, Find corner. Jesus Christ. I need to, like... I need to have it, like, written down somewhere in my office so I can just look at it and be like, Boom! That's what it is. And, uh, that that might help. Because I got a perfect spot on my wall right over there that I could put, you know, key topics so that whenever I need to to read something, I can be like, Boom! There it is. Right there. On the topic of uh, video games, I've been playing through uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time again on the N64. Uh, I started it, oh, Jesus Christ, months, months and months ago. Um, I started the Japanese version, I should uh, should clarify. Started that one because I wanted to kind of challenge myself and see if I could, how well I knew the game to see if I could play through the whole thing in Japanese um, and not using any online guides or anything like that. Just Just my knowledge of the game. And so far... I'm doing well. I'm jumping around a lot. Like um, I'm not sitting and playing it every day. I pick it up every couple days or uh, maybe once a week. Um, but I've been jumping around the dungeons as an adult link. Because you know your time travel through the game. So I beat the first dungeon. And now I'm kind of... I think I'm working on like the third one. Um, then I'm probably going to like jump over to the Shadow Temple or something. I, I don't want to do them in order. Uh, I know you, you should do them in order. And when I got to that halfway or the midway point in the game when you become an adult Link, um, I went right to the fire dungeon. And it turns out you can't beat the fire dungeon until uh, you get the bow and arrow, which you get in the forest dungeon. Because um, there's a, like a, there's a switch on a door that you can't hit unless you have the fucking bow and arrow. Which is annoying. Because I, I, I want to beat the game the way you're not supposed to. You know, something else that I, I did recently is I saw the movie uh, Venom with uh, Tom Hardy. I liked it. I had fun with Venom. I don't like uh, superhero movies anymore because they're they're oversaturated. They're a dime a dozen. Um, they're kind of all the same ish. I I really don't care about them. But I liked Venom. It was a good movie. It well um, no it <laughs> it wasn't a good movie. Like, there was a lot of plot things that didn't make sense. Um, I guess I can go into spoiler territory and talk a little bit about this movie. Uh, Venom is this, this ooze that comes from outer space. Uh, some rich, I don't know, pharmacy guy, tech man, uh, has a ship go out to outer space to find uh, planets that we can live on. And they come back with these... These jars of ooze, uh, the the symbiotes or the sy- symbiotes—I don't remember what they called them in the movie—and um, uh, it crashes on the earth. And one of the the symbiotes fuses with someone else, and it's a it's a bad guy. And it it's it morphs into uh, or it infects this this old woman in like Malaysia, and then just kills a bunch of people, and uh, then wanders off. And then, you know, the the other symbiotes get taken to rich, I don't know, pharmacy tech guy. Um, And then somehow Tom Hardy force comes his way into getting one. Uh, But that that first um, ooze that gets into the little old lady, um, I guess it takes like six months for it to go... From Malaysia to California, where the 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 other oozes are, um, which is weird, because it's trying to get back to the other oozes to go back into space to bring back more ooze to take over the planet. Uh, but anyways, Tom Hardy somehow gets his way onto uh, in, like I said, force comes his way into getting one of the oozes and then it fuses with him and then the ooze is like I am Venom, and it's cool is the the movie does something that's i wish it did more of and it like venom talks to tom hardy just like you know tom hardy's saying like oh i'm having a great day and venom's like oh i'm hungry and he's like no i'm not hungry you know he's he's talking to himself and everyone thinks that he's crazy because he's just talking to himself but he's talking to venom and it's cool Um, the action is pretty neat some of the scenes dragged a little a little bit much but overall I enjoyed the movie and I think when it comes out on the the blu-rays I might pick it up probably not I don't buy movies anymore was that at all spoilers was that a good movie review the 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 miles award of yeah it's pretty good um when uh when the mega millions a couple weeks ago was up to like 1.6 billion dollars um, I bought a couple tickets because you know I wanted to lose. I was telling people, you know, people are always like, "Yo, when I win the mi- the billion dollars, I'm gonna, I'm gonna donate stuff to charity, and I'm gonna, you know, buy houses for all my family." And i looked at them and said, "You know what I would do? None of that. I would just be buying stupid shit." And one of the things that I I've I wanted to do, and I thought would be funny, is like brand my own like food product uh but nothing that would actually make sense so it'd be like the miles branded um uh, or miles endorsed uh, like clam juice or something like i don't like clam juice but it would just be funny and then have a quote by like the owner me being like i don't know it's pretty good <laughs> you know in actuality i'd probably try to make hot sauce or something and then it would literally say on the bottom of the bottle hey, it's all right it's not bad but yeah, so the, you know, the people were buying those uh, those lottery tickets like hotcakes. Um, everyone was buying their losing ticket. Um, of course, I fell into that category of idiot. And I don't know. I, with gambling, I only put in what I'm willing to lose, which is only like 10 bucks. So that works out for me. Uh, a few months ago, a friend of mine and I went up to a casino up north. I think he brought $50 and lost it within like five minutes. And I brought... I want to say it was like 25 And and uh, like my second go at a, a slot machine, I won $38, and I slammed the cash out button, and I was done for the day, um, he was like, yeah, but you're playing with their money, I'm like, nah, no, so the rest of the day, I was like, mm, buying Burger King with the money that I won, you know, just really rubbing it in that I actually won something, which I never win anything. I did win the genetic lottery, and I'm just, you know, naturally beautiful. Oh, jeez, egotistical miles today. Jesus. Oh, and the last thing that I had written down, people are going to hate me for this, but it annoys me to no end when I hear people, like I was at Walmart and people were doing it, they were talking about their rescue animals. And I know you're, everyone's gonna get mad at me, like when they got mad at me when I was talking about the handicap. But it's like, just hear me out. Uh, to to recap very briefly on the handicap thing, so people don't you know don't hate me. I like the handicap. Who doesn't? Um, it's just how they park in their parking spot that annoys me. Um, so, anyways, with the 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 rescuing of the animals. When people say like oh you know we went down to the shelter and we we rescued little little Johnny the the dog and brought him home to a nice safe home and we rescued him. No you didn't. You went to a to a shelter and you bought the dog. You rescued the dog is oh my god a dog fell in a in an icy river and then you jump in and save it. There bam right there you rescued it. Not I went and bought it. That's not rescuing it um they say oh no it's rescuing it from being euthanized okay you still purchased it i don't know i think it's just like it's a way for people to feel better about the fact that they just bought a broken dog like yeah we rescued him and now it sits in the corner and and you know won't look at make eye contact with anyone because the previous owner beat the shit out of it like okay i know that sounds mean and harsh and i feel bad for those kinds of animals And hey, power to the people who can deal with them. I don't know if I, I don't think I could. Plus, I don't like dogs. Dogs, uh, they're they're sloppy. Sloppy and floppy and very energetic. And as you can tell from all of the Miles podcasts, I'm not a very energetic person. I'm a little animated sometimes, but I'm not, you know, I like my peace and quiet. So that's why I like cats. And cats are, cats are awesome. I would rescue a cat from a shelter any day. And then I would tell people about it. And then I'd write a book about it. Oh, also, my my, uh, my book story thing is coming along nicely. Added some more to it. Lots of typing. That's fun. You can talk a little bit about my story that I'm writing. It's uh, I, I, I said, I think, that the last one, I think I said it was like a thriller or something. Um, a serial killer thriller. <laughs> um, which is true. Um, I haven't come up with character names yet, really. I'm just kind of leaving those areas blank right now. But I, I'm, I'm starting the book off. This isn't like ruining anything. I'm starting the book off kind of at the end of the story, like the the guy's been caught and it, everything's sinking in as to what all the events that have transpired before. So that that's kind of where my jumping off point is. And then I'm I'm debating whether or not I want the whole thing to be recapped in like a court or just like through his mind. I might I might just make it jump back. Like the next chapter is just like you know, a year earlier or something, I I don't know, I gotta figure that out, but it's weird, because, like, in high school, and in middle school, and elementary school, anytime we had to do, like, writing assignments, I fucking hated it, I hate writing, I don't know what it is, and I remember vividly, uh, this, this story of when I was in, like, sixth or seventh grade, so imagine, uh, skinny, scrawny, um, young miles in 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 sixth grade big head you know skinny body head's way too big for the body um anyways the teacher we were doing some writing assignment about a book and I, i i wasn't doing it i wasn't into it it wasn't it wasn't gonna happen so the teacher said all right well why don't you just write what you feel like you know just do a free write or something and i said okay all right so I went back to my desk and I, I sat there and uh, I jotted something down, and uh, an hour goes by. Teacher comes over to check on me. She's like, "All right, so how'd you do?" And I said, well, "Here's my paper." The only thing that I had written on the paper was, "I don't feel like writing." And she looked at me and she said, "Is that it?" And I said, "Yeah, you you told me to write what I whatever I felt like," and I wrote, "I don't feel like writing." So I remember the uh, conversation I had with the principal that afternoon did not go over well, and I believe I got a detention for it, Um, but that's all right. I thought it was funny. Um, I did a lot of weird, polite, rude things growing up. Uh, I remember, again, in, like, fourth grade or something, my my math teacher handing me work, and uh, I was just like, no, thank you. Just very polite about it. Um, and I, I also remember, I think it was like in fifth grade or, or something, uh, someone called me manipulative and I was like, huh. And then like later as an adult, I was like, man, that's that's fucked up that a, a teacher would call a student manipulative, which, you know, they they weren't wrong. I definitely got myself out of a lot of situations in in, uh, in my youth because of how manipulative I was at, at school and stuff, which is kind of fucked up, uh, you know, in actuality, I probably shouldn't have. But oh well. I wouldn't be this charismatic person that I am now. Right? Right. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, god damn it. So my tea is now that that suck temperature I talked about on the last podcast. Nice, good room temperature tea. I noticed on uh, Podbean that I could add advertising time to my uh, podcast. Like slot a chunk of a podcast to have an ad play. I don't want to do that. I don't want to torture you with ads. The only kind of ad that I think I would ever do is if someone ever, ever, which will never happen, um, who want to sponsor me. Because I I think that would be fun because I feel like within an episode or two, I would lose my sponsorship with whatever, you know? Like, this episode is brought to you by Socks.com. Socks.com, wear them on your feet. You know, stupid shit like that. It'd be fun, um, I because like I feel like I could I could deliver something like that, but I also have a hard time reading out loud. So reading a script, I probably would mess it up a lot. So who knows what the future will bring? Um, but so 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 far on the Miles podcast, I'm I'm gonna I'm committed. This is the second episode within like two weeks. I'm gonna do every two weeks. Gonna do it. Going to make myself do it. because um, I, I I bought the the next level up on the uh, the podcast provider so i have unlimited bandwidth so i can just upload to my heart's content the next tier was like the video tier and no one no one watches want to watch me like no one wants to watch me talking to this microphone with my violent hand gestures that i'm making right now but you can't see ain't nobody want to see that oh um actually a couple of weeks ago um, all the managers at my place well, a couple managers and I uh, we went to this place called Round One in uh, South Portland which is a they, they renovated like a sports authority and turned it into like a giant arcade like a giant Chuck E. Cheese or something and I went there I've been there like two three times now and it's kind of cool it's a little expensive but they have all kinds of cool arcade machines those crane machines they had arcade c- cabinets from uh, Japan they had pinball uh, but they have this one game called Table Flip. Uh, it's a game from Japan, and the point of the game is that you've got your controller is this table. In the game, you know, like there was a, the one I played. I was in an office, and you know, got this little chibi office worker sitting at his desk, and uh, you know, you got to get everyone's attention because you got to do the most damage when you flip the table and so you know i'm, I'm sit- the little guy sitting there and you know just bam you know and then everyone's everyone's all shocked and they they look up and some of them come over and you go boom you do it again and uh everyone you know comes over and they're like y- you you okay and then you flip the the controller table and uh you know in the game then the, the, he flips the table and there's just like explosions and like you try to do as much damage as possible you know something hit the printer and the printer explodes and shoots You know, it's in cartridge, which bounces off the wall and all that, all that stuff. Um, It's very reminiscent of, I think it was in Burnout 3 or Burnout Revenge. I don't remember which. With a crash mode where it was, you know, just destroy as much stuff as possible. But anyways, it was, it was a super fun game. I really liked that game. So next time I go, I'll I'll go. But it's a bummer because like $20 gets you about maybe 30 minutes of fun because everything's pretty expensive uh opposed to this magical place out in new hampshire called fun spot which i believe i've talked about before but it's the world's largest arcade it's uh three stories of arcades uh a bowling alley a bar all that good stuff um and like 20 dollars gets you like four or five hours of fun because everything only costs like a token and at this fun this that's this round one everything costs like Oh God! Like seven or eight tokens. It, it was annoying, and plus they pump you up with beer, so then you you know you get buzzed, and then boom! Now you're gonna spend more money. Uh, so it was pretty frugal. But after, overall, it's a pretty cool place. I never know how to end these things, so I'm gonna say this is this is the end of episode 11 of the Miles Podcast. I feel like this is long enough. Follow me on them their Instagram. Ugh. I think i'm on instagram i'm on instagram yeah it's uh metal miles 15 on instagram and the miles podcast on itunes and on podbean i think that's all i'm on i'm on snapchat but i don't give that out i don't want weird people sending me pictures had enough of that who knows what mysteries await on the next episode of the miles podcast